The United States incarcerates more individuals than any other country on the planet. And while we account for only 5% of the world's population, we have about 2.2 million people in prisons today, which is 25% of the world's overall prison population. Many of these individuals are serving time for non-violent drug-related crimes, such as the cultivating, selling, or possessing of marijuana. Many attribute America's war on drugs as a culprit, and that war could be traced back to this speech given by Richard Nixon on June 17, 1971. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to summarize for you the meeting that I have just had with the bipartisan leaders, which began at 8 o'clock and was completed two hours later. I began the meeting by making this statement, which I think needs to be made to the nation. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. I have asked the Congress to provide the legislative authority and the funds to fuel this kind of an offensive. This will be a worldwide offensive dealing with the problems of sources of supply as well as Americans who may be stationed abroad wherever they are in the world. It will be government-wide pulling together the nine different fragmented areas where, within the government in which this problem is now being handled. And it will be nationwide in terms of a new educational program uh, that we trust will result as, uh, from the discussions that we have had. With regard to this offensive, uh, it is necessary first to have a new organization. And the new organization will be within the White House. Uh, Dr. Jaffe, who will be one of the briefers here today, will be the man directly responsible. He will report directly to me. And he will have the responsibility to take all of the government agencies, nine, that deal with the problems of rehabilitation, uh, in which his primary responsibilities will be research and education, and see that they work not at cross pur purposes, but work together in dealing with the problem. If we're going to have a successful offensive, we need more money. Consequently, I'm asking the Congress for $155 million in new funds, which will bring the total amount this year in the budget for drug abuse, both in enforcement and treatment, to over $350 million. As far as the new money is concerned, incidentally, I have made it clear to the leaders that if this is not enough, if more can be used, if Dr. Jaffe, Jaffe, after studying this problem, finds that we can use more, more will be provided. In order to defeat this enemy, which is causing such great concern, and correctly so to so many American families, money will be provided to the extent that it is necessary and to the extent that it will be useful. And finally, in order for this program to be effective, it is necessary uh, that it be conducted on a basis in which the American people all join in it. That's why the meeting was bipartisan. Bipartisan because we needed the support of the Congress, but bipartisan because we needed the leadership of members of the Congress in this field. Fundamentally, it is essential for the American people to be alerted to this danger, to recognize that it is a danger that will not pass with the passing of the war in Vietnam, which has brought to our attention the fact that a number of young Americans have become addicts as they serve abroad, whether in Vietnam or Europe or other places. Because the problem existed before we became involved in Vietnam, 
it will continue to exist afterwards and that is why this offensive deals with the problem there in Europe but will then go on to deal with the problem throughout America. In the United States, the use and possession of cannabis is illegal under federal law for any purpose by way of the Controlled Substances Act of 1970. Under the act, cannabis is classified as a Schedule I substance determined to have a high potential for abuse and no accepted medical use, thereby prohibiting even medical use of the drug. At the state level, however, policies regarding the medical and recreational use of cannabis vary greatly and in many states conflict significantly with federal law. The medical use of cannabis is legalized with a doctor's recommendation in 33 states, four out of five permanently inhabited U.S. territories, and the District of Columbia. Fourteen other states have laws that limit THC content for the purpose of allowing access to products that are rich in cannabidiol, or CBD, a non-psychoactive component of cannabis. Now, although cannabis remains a Schedule I drug, the Rohrbacher-Farr Amendment prohibits federal prosecution of individuals complying with state medical cannabis laws. The recreational use of cannabis is legalized in 11 states, Alaska, California, Colorado, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington, the District of Columbia, the Northern Mariana Islands, and Guam. Another 16 states and the U.S. Virgin Islands have decriminalized it. Commercial distribution of cannabis is allowed in all jurisdictions where cannabis has been legalized, except Vermont and the District of Columbia. Prior to January 2018, the Cole Memorandum provided some protection against the enforcement of federal law in states that have legalized, but it was rescinded by former Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Although the use of cannabis remains federally illegal, some of its derivative compounds have been approved by the Food and Drug Administration for prescription use. So I wanted to learn a little bit more about how cannabis laws vary from state to state, and I did a little bit of research, and uh, this is what I've pulled up. Okay, so going state by state, um, in alphabetical order, we're going to begin with Alabama. In Alabama, it's a felony to possess marijuana. Uh, the only accepted medical use of it is its non-psychoactive CBD oil. Um, and it's illegal to cultivate it. First-time users could be punished with a misdemeanor, but further possession or intent to sell could result in felony charges. In Alaska, however, it's completely legal both medically and recreationally. You can possess up to one ounce or 28 grams. Uh, you can cultivate 12 plants in a household uh, with two adults that are 21 years of age or older with no limit uh, with regard to commercial licensing. This was legalized by Measure 2 on November 4th, 2014. In Arizona, marijuana is uh, illegal to possess recreationally, but it's legal with a medical card. Um, in November of 2010, medical marijuana was legalized when Proposition 203 passed with 50.13% of the vote. In Arkansas, it's illegal recreationally, but uh, legal medicinally. Possession under three ounces is a misdemeanor. The cities of Fayetteville and Eureka Springs, however, labeled cannabis their lowest law enforcement priority. And back on November 8th, 2016, medical marijuana legalized when issue six passed by 53%.
Now, in California, it's legal both recreationally and medicinally. You can cultivate up to six plants and possess up to one ounce or 28 grams. Now, California has been ahead of the curve. Uh, Back in July of 1975, Senate Bill 95 reduced the penalty for the possession of one ounce of cannabis uh, to a citable misdemeanor. Back in November of 1996, California became the first state to legalize medical marijuana when Proposition 215 was passed. Then, November 2016, Proposition 64 passed legalizing the sale and distribution of recreational marijuana effective January 1st of 2018. Now, Colorado's Amendment 64 legalized the sale and possession of marijuana for non-medical use back in November of 2012, including cultivation of up to six plants. Colorado became the second state to legalize, going into effect four days after Washington State. It was the first state for legal retail sales to become established. Now, that's a stark contrast to Connecticut's uh, laws, where possession of less than half an ounce uh, by persons 21 years of age or older results in graduated fines and confiscation. Under 21, face more sanctions with temporary loss of driver's license and more. In Delaware, it's uh, only recognized uh, medicinally. In February of 2012, uh, Governor Markle suspended medical marijuana after a Justice Department letter threatened federal prosecution. And then in August of 2016, Governor Markle signed House Bill 400, expanding medical cannabis programs for those with a terminal illness. In Florida, it's uh, only legal medicinally. Uh, Back in November of 2016, medical marijuana was legalized as of July 1st, 2017, when voters passed Amendment 2 by 71%. In Georgia... Misdemeanor possession of uh, one ounce or less can be punished by a fine of up to $1,000 or 12 months in jail. It's a felony for anyone to possess more than an ounce, manufacture, deliver, distribute, dispense, administer, purchase, sell, or possess with intent to distribute marijuana. And it is punishable by imprisonment for no less than one year and no more than 10 years. City and county level punishments for misdemeanor possessions vary. Back in April of 2015, use of low THC CBD oil was legalized for medical use, but in-state cultivation, production, and sale remains illegal. In Hawaii, marijuana is recognized only medicinally. In June of 2000, Governor Benjamin Cayetano signed a bill legalizing medical marijuana and that was the first state legislature to do so. And then in July of 2015, uh, Governor David Ige signed a bill allowing medical cannabis dispensaries. Uh, the following year, that same governor signed a law expanding medical cannabis programs. And then in June of 2019, Governor Ige announced that he would not veto a bill passed by the legislature to decriminalize less than three grams of marijuana. And that law went into effect uh, January 11th of 2020. And that's a stark contrast to Idaho, where possession of up to three ounces or less is a misdemeanor punishable by up to a year in prison, a fine of $1,000 or both. More than three ounces, however, but less than a pound is a felony punishable by up to five years in prison, $10,000 fine or both. 
Now to Illinois, where uh, cannabis use is legal both recreationally and medicinally. Uh, The Cannabis Control Act of 1978 allowed for medical marijuana, but was never implemented. Then in August of 2013, Governor Pat Quinn signed a bill legalizing medical marijuana, effective January 2014. Then in May of 2019, the General Assembly passed the Illinois Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act to legalize recreational marijuana use beginning January 2020, allowing adults aged 21 and over to possess up to 30 grams. With Governor Pritzker's signature on June 25th, Illinois became the first state in the nation to legalize adult marijuana sales through an act of state legislature. All right, well, that's going to do it all for today, but please stay tuned for part two, where I will pick up where we left off, uh, going over the laws in the remaining states and territories that I did not cover today. Until then, make it a great one.
Thank you.